0: This is a special Sunday. It's Mother's Day, a day in which we honor mothers, the nurturing, the mistakes, the love that is real and human and keeps on going. And it's a special Sunday for many of our families as they dedicate children and our coming of age youth as they cross the threshold between childhood and young adulthood. This Sunday is packed of love and I'm glad for that because if I were given my space statement today I'd be saying this is my very first line love is the thing that's what I would say and yesterday our youth shared all manner of spiritual perspectives including statements of love now part of their COA odyssey is sitting down with me for a one-on-one to talk about theology matters of the spirit, and questions they might have. And these talks always blow me away. I hear stories of challenge, bullying, music, courage, depression, moral injury, bonds of friendship, love of family, and love of this church. Many conversations have stuck with me this year, but one in particular kept calling me out and my own face statement of love. And I think in a way it calls us all out. So I asked my COA friend if I might share it with you, and he gave me his permission to do so. So the conversation started out fairly typical. And then my young friend said, you know, I don't know about this love thing. I think it's kind of ridiculous how we talk about love around here all the time, but what does that really mean? When I'm watching my friend getting bullied in the hallway, am I supposed to love the fight away? Am I supposed to make everyone hold hands and say Go now in peace? while my friend is getting beaten up? No way. I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to stand in the way. And I have stood in the way. And let me tell you, I'm not feeling love. My friend is not alone in his critique of love and how much we love to talk about love at church. Two weeks ago, I was in New York City attending a conference called Revolutionary Love. (laughs) And nearly every speaker was asking the same thing. What does it really mean when we say love? In a religious context, in a real-world context, in a racial justice context, in a school hallway context, in an alone-in-your-room-by-yourself-feeling-like-crap context. What does love mean? Well, there were all kinds of speakers at this conference, all kinds of perspectives, from like Van Jones to Bill Moyers, to a whole lot of other people who you will never know by name, but you are feeling their love in the world, whether you know it or not. And here's what it all boiled down to for them. Love, they said, is more than a feeling we hope we fall into one day. Love is more than a private emotion that makes us feel good. Love that is revolutionary, love that is the real of religion, that actually changes dynamics, the kind of love we're preaching around here, morning, noon, and night, that engenders a sense of wholeness, and moves you to act in a school hallway, or out in the streets, is more akin to a commitment you make than a feeling you have. Love is a commitment you make, a commitment you make to yourself, a commitment you make to others, a commitment you make to your opponents. Revolutionary love, they said, is a commitment to a way of being and living. Now, mothers really get this. Mothers are all over this. Many mothers understand that love is a commitment. Many mothers understand revolutionary love because they are living it day in and day out. There are plenty of times when mothers don't feel love for their offspring or their families. But they still get up at 5.30 and make lunches. Or they still work two jobs to put food on the table. Or they still lose their temper and find some way to circle back and make room for forgiveness. Mothers understand love as commitment. So let me tease this out a little bit more using the story of one of the last speakers at this conference. Her name is Genesis B. And Genesis B is an African-American rapper that you may have heard of. She's an artist and activist who hails from Biloxi, Mississippi. She is a Hurricane Katrina survivor who released her first hit at age 17 called FEMA Check. And I want to tell you a little bit about her story because she is living revolutionary love. Love as a commitment, commitment to self, to others, and to others. So in April 2016, Genesis was performing in New York City, and she'd heard about a move in her home state of Mississippi to declare the month of April Confederate Heritage Month. Genesis was livid. She was love-mad. And she wasn't sure what she was going to do, but she knew she was going to do something. So during the performance, Genesis slit a hole in a Confederate flag, and she stuck her head through it and yelled, Mississippi had the audacity to name April Confederate Heritage Month. Well, I'm going to show you how I celebrate that month. And she picked up a noose from off the floor and put it around her head and pulled it up on one end. And she walked around the stage like one more piece of strange fruit. Someone took a picture of her draped in the Confederate flag with a noose around her neck and that picture went viral. She said it was really scary at first because she received all kinds of death threats, all kinds of hate mail. But she wasn't going to back down. She decided she needed to keep going. And she said, and I quote, Look, I'm going to get trolls anyway, people hiding behind fake profile pics, but I'd rather get harassed for something I believe in. I'd rather get harassed standing up for people who don't have the voice and the platform that I do. And then she got a post from a white grade school friend who supported the Mississippi state flag staying as is and calling her out. So she decided to go back to Mississippi. She said, engaging online and trying to express... That's cool, but there's nothing like looking somebody in the eye and seeing the subtle nuances for them to relate to you and you to relate to them. Me being angry and yelling at them or them yelling at me, it's not going to solve anything. We've lost the human connection. Friends, do you hear what's going on here right now? Do you you feel it? This is practicing love as commitment. As commitment to love oneself. To paying attention to anger. Knowing that anger is a signal that all is not well. And loving oneself enough to express that anger. Love as commitment to others. To stand up even when it's scary and taking your place in the circles and your community. Love as commitment to loving your opponent to listen to the stories that give rise to their opinions and their rage and find a way to human connection. Genesis B went home to come face to face with herself, her community, and her opponents. She went down to Mississippi with a camera crew to document her revolutionary love, although she didn't call it that. And the centerpiece of the film, which is An amazing scene is a conversation she is having with her childhood friend who supports the confederate flag as the state emblem. And in the film, you watch and listen to each person speak their truth. Both claim ancestry and honoring the past as part of their reasoning and their resolve. And you can see each one of them breathing deeply while the other one speaks and lays out their arguments. You can see each one of them practicing restraint and committing themselves second by second to love. You actually can see it. He calls the flag a symbol of home. And then he asks Genesis, what about you? And Genesis replies, it makes me feel unwelcome with my grandfather and my ancestors being harassed by the KKK and white supremacists flying and waving that flag as they hurt my family. The conversation is so profound and so moving. I wish I had time to tell you more about it, but I'm going to cut to the chase. Through this active breathing, the questions of curiosity and real listening, you actually see that bridge being built between them. And the friend says, I see where you're coming from. I see that you would have to unwind a whole lot of trauma and hate to see the flag as I do. And I hate that you don't see that flag as pretty as I see it. But I understand, I think I understand you. And as much as I'd like to see that symbol remain, who should say that my wants should outweigh your pain? Will I lose my heritage if that flag changes? No. I won't. And Genesis says, I think it would open a whole lot of hearts. I think it would open a whole lot of hearts if we would not raise that flag anymore. The final cut is watching these two friends sit side by side on this very narrow stairway. And they turn to one another and say, We need more conversations like this. I think this was what Reverend Hutt was talking about a couple weeks ago. She challenged us all to practice revolutionary love, to really practice universalism, where no one is outside the circle of salvation, the circle of wholeness. Now, you might be saying to yourself right now, This story is very well and good, but I'm not famous. And I don't have that kind of clout, and I don't have that kind of willpower. But I say, what about trying to switch up your grip? What about trying to change your perspective and understand love as a commitment you will make wherever you are, however you are, whoever you are. Make a commitment to love yourself, to love others and your opponents. Speak, think, and act for love, and live it out loud. If you say you believe in the inherent worth and dignity of every person, then you need to remember that you are a person. You are one of those people. So include yourself as worthy and deserving of love. Ask yourself, how am I going to show up for myself today in love? If you say you believe in justice, equity, and compassion in human relationships, then commit yourself to love, to mixing it up, to showing up, to stepping in. Maybe not doing it perfectly. Maybe not knowing if it's exactly the right thing, but doing it nonetheless. If you say you respect the interdependent web of all existence of which we are a part, then commit yourself to the universalist spirit of love and hope, to listening to the stories of your opponents and what gave rise to their opinions and rage, and what gives rise to yours in search of that human connection. I am convinced that love is the thing. We just have to know what we mean and commit our lives to it. Amen.